so uh, several months ago, actually, Mm -hmm. um, me and my wife, Kim, was up at uh, May Simmons. And it was actually, oh, you know what? It's coming back to me now. It was in April because we had just did our uh, anniversary, man. Mm -hmm. We went out to the Cotton Court, I think it's called, at Hotel Downtown. And we stayed up there and chilled for our anniversary, man. Had some dinner. Went over to the uh, uh, the Shaboya. What is it called? The uh, the Shaboya Scratch Kitchen? No, it's not Shaboya, but it's over there in the Hilton, mm-hmm. uh, in the Hilton Hotel over there on Avenue Q. They got a kitchen in there. It's a bar and grill in there, man. And they have live music every Wednesday, uh, and I think Friday. I think because this this might have been a Wednesday, but anyway, we was over there enjoying ourselves. And that next morning, we went to. Uh, May Simmons and they was having their senior breakfast that morning and mm-hmm. we talked to a very interesting mother and daughter team the 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 Mrs. Howard's square you know what I'm saying Mary Margaret Howard and Mrs. Christine Howard her mother and um, man Mrs. Howard uh, the mother kind of kind of was talking about some very interesting stuff and she basically talked about how the tornado that happened in Lubbock um, it kind of mixed the city up a little bit in in more ways than one, not just the mm-hmm. obvious ways, but it actually kind of forced. Say no, no pun intended. Right, exactly. <laughs> it was, it's almost like a twister went through. You know what I'm saying? It basically kind of forced people to break out of the patterns of segregation mm-hmm. uh, that they were living in and kind of mix a little bit more. But it also kind of precipitated what some people call white flight or white whatever. Flight. You know what yep. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So y'all peep this uh, peep this interview out. And keep in mind, we was in a busy community center, so uh, we cleaned the audio up as best we can. But uh, uh, this was real live cinema verite or something. You know, man <laughs> on the street, woman in the center, I guess. Mm-hmm. I had this car and things down there. Well, drug school up there. None of that was all these houses. They weren't over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so somebody owned land at the lake, and they had cows down. Yeah, I don't know what man's name was, but uh, yeah, he had cows. But like right now, where we sitting, all this was barn sitting up there, right up there. Yeah, he had cows over here. All this, and that was just a little stream. That bank mm-hmm. was just a little stream running from the Kinder Park. Wow. Now look at it. Yeah. Big bank. And so, then the peeps out there in Yellow House Canyon, they started selling property out there. People started buying out there. Okay, okay, what Dunbar is now. They started buying there. And so all this was nothing back in the like mm-hmm. in the fifties. Mm-hmm. So it just, that's when it really got started, the building over this area. Right, right. And so back in them days, was it majority white or was it, it was all black over here, but all black. Because it seemed like at one point, what didn't white people move in? Well, see, the white man was the one who had this young yeah. white man, cow and stuff. But yeah, uh, mm, I can't think of what year they started immigrating. Mm-hmm. Maybe 60, mm. in the 60s when Kennedy was in. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so I, think, I think that's about the year it was. Yeah. I know my grandma used to stay back over here on uh, first place. First, yeah, back, back up here. Mm-hmm. Oh, which way we at? <laughs> yeah, it would have been back over here on first yeah, place in Parkway. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, she said, I think she said a white lady owned that house, and then they bought it. Well, they did most most from nineteen going that way. Yes, they did. But when the tornado came, that started. Uh, Mixing them. <clears throat> that's when they really start mixing. 
Mm-hmm. But the people said done start buying these houses over here before that, because Clark, a man was Clark, I don't know his first name now. He had that out there in Yellow House Canyon, and he started selling land. That's how they started buying these places over here and building houses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, over across 19th, going that way, it was. Mm-hmm. And then it was just all black on this area over in here, in this little spot. Mm-hmm. And just went from there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I also found out, I think from what I understand, Estacado. It was yeah. it used to be a white school. It was. It was. And uh and that was that was back in the I believe the sixties. All that started back about them time of years ago. See it okay, you take right past broad ninth Broadway here, nineteenth all that section in there, those were white. You know where the nursing home and all that is? From okay, so from nineteenth going that way. They were. Hmm. They were all white. Hmm. But the tornado came and that started mixing them over in there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. Interesting. All right, so yeah, as y'all heard, man, she she you heard it from the the lady's mouth herself. She explained how that tornado really forced or rearranged some of the living patterns and the the, the well, people used to live on certain sides of town and now after that tornado, mm-hmm. man, they couldn't. And it almost kinda of sounded like the hand of God was kind of in that a little bit, is what I was thinking. You know what I'm uh, saying? What y'all gonna do with that? Yeah, he's like, uh, uh do something later. Now, now, what uh, you gonna yeah. do? Where you gonna <laughs> stay at now? Yeah. Uh. But um, what was the most salient point that stuck out to you when she was talking, man? Um, the fact that on top of May Simmons was a barn, mm-hmm. and that the lake was actually a stream mm-hmm. with with horses and cows and stuff down there man like that's not in our era to even visualize may simmons not being a lake right and the center not being up there i'm just saying like i can't me thinking back i can't even remember not ever seeing may simmons the way it is right now Mm -hmm. and just to think like people can look at that and be like i remember when that was just a little trickle of water right there (laughs) and there's people out there fishing in it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so that is a trip, man, and um, it's it's a, what amazes me too is how she was talking about Estacado used to be a white school. Mm-hmm. My mama school. told me that, and it was uh, because if you think about it, it's it's kind of close to the Lubbock Country Club. Mm-hmm. I guess if you keep on going uh, up MLK and, and make, make that, that left, left. Mm-hmm. right there. So I guess it was a a little wealthy white mm-hmm. school, but even um, Parkway used to be. A white neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Now, this I know, and the reason I know Parkway was a a, a white neighborhood back in the day is uh, my grandma used to stay over on First Place, and she told me that they actually bought that house from a white lady. A white lady previously owned it. Mm-hmm. So that was doing that. <laughs> and you see Cam over there shaking his head because... Man, we told you Halloween is, our, is is my favorite season. It's my favorite holiday, and the fall is my favorite season. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna get into the the mood a little bit, man. We gonna I got a little ghost story. I ain't gonna get too deep into it because we gonna we gonna talk about it later in 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 October. But in my grandma's house, which used to be owned by a white lady, which she moved out sometime after that tornado, and my grandma and them bought that house, and. The whole time growing up, it was always something a little, a little off in that house. And my grandma told me that 
her daughter, my aunt Sil- uh, Sylvia, who's uh, she out in Cali now. But when she was growing up in that house, she used to wake up at night all the time and come in there crying and say, Mama, that white lady kissed me again. So basically, some some something, somebody was waking her up out of her sleep and giving her a light little kiss on the lips and waking her up and she would go tell her mama and I guess it happened so much that uh, grandma said she's like all right girl go, whatever, go back to sleep and I'm gonna cut my story right there because I want y'all to stay tuned during October because we're gonna get into some stuff that happened in that house but Cam he got another little tale man tell us tell us about your experience over there okay because you know at that time I was in high school uh-huh. when you and Mike Mike is a shout out to man Mike that's my other my, my other older brother and uh, Mike was standing there, and you were gone. I don't know where you at, but Mike was there that night. Mm-hmm. And the young lady I was dating, which is my wife now, her grandmother stayed two blocks over. Okay. So I, I came over there to go visit her. So, man, it's, uh, it's probably about 10, 30, 11 at night. I jump in the shower, and uh, before I get in there, you know, Mike is in the bed. He's not asleep yet, but he's in the bed. And he's telling me, when you leave, make sure you lock the door. You know, same old yeah. run on, run down, yeah. little brother. Don't just leave me up in here sleep with the door open type stuff. Right. So I'm like, cool. So I go in the bathroom, taking a shower. And uh, while I'm in there showering, like, it's a beat. Boom, 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 boom. On the, I don't know if it's on the wall or the door, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. So I'm thinking Mike needs to use the bathroom. So I'm like, bro, go on, come on in. If the door's open, like, just don't look, just don't pull the shower curtain back and try to peek at me and say, but go on, come on, use the bathroom if you need to. No, nothing. Still showering. And this happened like three times. And the third time it happened was after I was, after I'm done showering, I'm drying off. So, you know, I'm more and more, more than halfway drying, uh, dry myself off. So I wrapped the towel around me. I opened the door. I think, bro, out there. He ain't out there. So I'm like, dang, bro, if you need to use it. I'm walking down the hallway saying this because, you know, you come out that bathroom, you go down the hallway, mm-hmm. you turn left, and right. he was in that room right there. Yeah. So that's what, what that way I'm talking. Like, man, bro, you come knocking on the door. I told you if you need to come in, come in. I go in there, flip the light on. He sleep. I'm talking about calling the hogs. Hmm. Hollering. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He sleep. <laughs> and I'm like, he playing. So I'm like, bro. Bro, and he, I can tell how he wake up and his eyes, one over here, one over there. He sleep. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He sleep for real. So I'm like, man, bro, did you need to go to use the bathroom? And he was like, nah, what you talking about? And I was like, you wasn't knocking on the door? He was like, nah, bro. And I was like, bro, somebody was knocking on the door. I was like, is, is bro here talking about you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he was like, nah, he, where he, I can't remember where he said you was at. And uh, I'm like, man, like, bro, somebody was knocking on the door. Like, that wasn't no my imagination you know what i'm saying and then he got up and he was like man uh is there he was like is there a door closed on that room back there and i'm like what room and he was like the room down there and i was like nah it was open he was like man the door supposed to be closed and he said bro bro said i always keep that door closed or something he was saying you said about that room you know what i'm saying and i'm like what what that got to do with anything and that's when he got to telling me that the house haunted that it's a lady, a spirit of a lady or something in there, man. And I thought he's playing, but he just he was matter of fact. He's like, nah, like for real. And he was like, that's why that room, the door used to be closed and this, that, and the third. And I was like, ah, right, you know what? As I'm gathering my personal effects, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
I'm out, bro. I ain't never coming over here no more, man. And I, I literally didn't. And now they, you know, the house is knocked down. No, but like after that day, I never, ever, ever, ever went back to that house, bro. Cause I, like, I felt, bro. It's like a. I don't know if you've ever been in the tub and somebody knock on the door. Mm -hmm. Like it was somebody at that door. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And not just uh, especially at that time in my life, young. Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready to to grasp and wrestle with any of that, so mm -hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I'm out, and I'm not right. ever, ever ever coming back." Right, right, right. <laughs> For real. Well, I tell you what, you talking about you was out. I, it uh, two things occurred to me later <laughs> on, and I tell y'all about this in in October. Um, I that house put me to flight. That I took off one night, like oh, I'm out. But I was just thinking, we talking about white flight, and they was running from black people. She might have just been leaving because of that ghost. Uh, you know for saying? real, huh? <laughs> That's just straight up. She was like, yo, we're going to sell this house to the first people mm -hmm. that come over here. Mm -hmm. And uh, my grandma and them just happened to come up. My grandma and grandpa just happened to walk up there, man. They was like, That's yeah, you want it, it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Well, anyway, uh, that is our words from the elders. Mm-hmm.